0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, Sasha here, ready Cracked this mic for another week, uh, grown and opinionated, got the sage burning. Oh, so we got a few things to get into, but I think we're really going to just do a deep dive into this whole um, Dwight Howard. I know everybody is tired of DJ Envy and Cesar Pena, and if you're not tired, I'm tired for you. It's over. Um I'm just over it. But yesterday it came out and then it was revealed on ESPN. Yesterday it was all over Twitter Mm -hmm. that Dwight Howard had admitted to having a consensual sexual encounter with the guy who is accusing him of, of sexual assault. Sorry about that. Y'all know I got to be the engineer. I got to do everything around here. So he had, he's admitting in his answer, um, and the answer is that when somebody file a complaint, you file an answer. Usually you don't really say much. You kind of just, like, um, just deny or admit to what they're saying. But he admitted that they did engage in a sexual encounter. However, it was consensual. So yesterday, all over the Twitter streets and everything, um, it was being reported that that happened, and it was in the documents. No one had any paperwork or anything to show. However, more credible sources have come out, ESPN, other news um, posts, everything, saying they obtained copies, and he actually does admit to that. So what he says happened is that um, the guy that accused him of sexual assault And Hit him up on Instagram in the DMs, and they kind of arranged everything through that, that they were talking for a while. And then um, Dwight Howard eventually agrees to have uh, an encounter with this guy, but it was a threesome with a girl. And um, I don't know how many of you out there used to watch Noah's Ark. If you never seen Noah's Ark, do whatever you have to do to find it. It should be streaming somewhere or buy it. It was, oh, I just love Noah's Ark. But Noah's Ark was a show that used to come on um, Logo TV. I don't know even know if they have it anymore, but Logo TV was a gay TV channel, cable channel. And Noah's Ark was kind of like a girlfriend's, but for gay men. And um, Noah meets this guy and it's, is his name Wade? I believe it's Wade. And um they kind of attracted each other, but he's Wade tells him that the only way I can engage in anything with you, I have to have another female involved because he wasn't gay or wasn't out at, or hadn't acknowledged his gay. I don't know. Whatever one, I, I don't I want to be sensitive here, but I'm really not sure what the correct term is because he was attracted to a man. He was engaging in, I mean, I guess that's what I would consider gay. If you're physically attracted to a member of the same sex, then you're gay. And once you start engaging in sexual activity with them, then that's it. Um, but he he had never had sex with a man, but he was attracted to Noah. And he says, so the only way we can do this is if a female is involved. So they got their friend involved. And Noah is fish, honey. He is gay, gay, gay. And he just was not... He tried it, and it didn't work with him. So when I heard the whole Dwight Howard story about having a woman involved, I kind of thought about that. And, um... It gave me some feelings about that, because I know I had originally commented on Dwight Howard and this whole thing when he went on Angela Yee Way Up. And, um... I think that's how it was called, Way Up. I was just on YouTube so I could get some timestamps for you guys. But if you watch that interview with Dwight Howard, it just really seems like he was so stressed and tortured. And um, I guess now we know why. But during an interview, there was a comment about his sexuality or gay or whatever. And I had originally, I probably posted it on YouTube and Twitter, where I commented that, whether he he's gay or not, that's his business. He doesn't have to um disclose it if he chooses not to, but you just can't sexually assault people gay or not. i I think it's illegal. I know it's illegal both ways, so you can't do that, and you don't need to bash gay people if If you're gay or you're in a closet and you're trying to get that away from you, that's fine, but there's no need to bash gay people in the process just just say I, I I prefer not to discuss that my sexuality or you can flat out lie and say I'm not um but don't bash anyone else in the process and that's kind of what I got from him but I was like yeah like you don't if you're gay you're gay you can choose not to say anything about it but you can't just be sexually assaulting people so what he says in his defense is that he didn't sexually assault the guy. It was consensual. It was this threesome kind of arrangement, which probably, and this is just my opinion, so please don't, don't get on me. Um, don't say I don't know what was going on, because I don't, and it's just my opinion. I believe that having a female involved... Sorry, my microphone went out, but I believe that having a female involved was more so of like the Noah's Ark um, episode, is that if there's a woman here, then I am I really gay? Because I'm I'm having sex with the woman also, and it's a woman here. Um, that's the only thing that I could really think would make sense because, I mean, at some point, you and this man are going to engage in something unless you're just like running a train on a girl. I don't know. Um, Even that's weird. I, I think that's weird. If two men are in a room and you're like, that's just weird. All of that shit is weird. But to each his own. So I think that was more him trying to make himself comfortable. He's saying that, yes, it did happen. Oh, boy, he was down with it. Uh, what happened afterwards, the guy is saying, well, he grabbed me, ripped my thighs open, started performing oral sex, made me do things... And um, Dwight's position is that we had a consensual sexual encounter. However, what happened afterwards that was that I cut it off with him. So I guess it's kind of like, um, yeah, like you're just a jump off. And I'm sure that Dwight Howard was out in Atlanta um, and everybody talks about it. Atlanta has a very high gay male, male, whatever population and down low. That was a big thing for Atlanta. So I'm sure there were a ton of men that he was engaging with. And he, I mean, or he could have. I don't want to say he was engaging with. I don't know that. But that he could have engaged with. So it's like, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, I'm not going to marry you or anything. Or you're not going to be my permanent. It just happened. And when he wouldn't respond to this guy, the guy started the blackmail either... Talk to me and keep this going on or pay me and I'll go away. And Dwight Howard chose not to pay. And um, we don't know which we learned through the Kevin Hart debacle. Remember uh, the Breakfast Club interview that he did when he got caught out in Vegas cheating on his wife? And, he, um, and they were saying, well, why didn't you just pay? Or were you trying to pay? And he kept saying, no, but was shaking his head, yes, like, ah would have paid them, but it got too ridiculous. I, I could pay her. Like, I would have paid them to keep that secret. I'm sure that something similar probably happened in Dwight Howard's case is that you know, you're like, okay, i throw a couple of racks or pans or whatever you kids call thousands of dollars now. I'll throw some money at you, but you're getting out of hand now. And if I don't do something, this is going to continue forever. And I think that's the, who else did, we recently saw someone and this happened with, Kevin Hart was one, but it was someone else and they tried blackmailing them and they finally just was like, I'm just going to own my stuff. You're not going to get it. I think it was David Letterman where they tried to blackmail him when he was cheating on his wife. Um, And I think he paid a little bit, but then it got out of hand and he was like, all right, I'm done. Um, and he just came out and told it. Charlie Sheen was another one when he finally disclosed that he had HIV. And he said, you know, I had all these people around me. And once they knew, they started blackmailing me. And I was paying and paying and paying to keep this a secret. And then once he came out with it, it's like, well, now I took your power away. Um, go, go find a job. Get an OnlyFans or something because I'm not going to support you. And I think that Dwight Howard said that to this guy. Um, So I have a bunch of questions. Um, I don't, so the thing is, in our culture, we know, we are fully aware that there are people who are scared to report what happens to them sexually, things like that, uh, because they feel like they won't be believed, victim shaming and things like that. Then we also know that there are people who like, I'll just take you to court and wait for you to settle with me. And then we can go our separate ways, and I'll leave with some money. Um, so, you know, these cele- the celebrities are in a pretty tough position. But the questions that I had about this whole thing is, one, as black, I still want to say in our culture, and black, um, hip-hop, the young, whatever you want to call Well, not the young, because... Uh, yeah, mother has lived. I'm not that young. But black and in the hip-hop culture, which I would consider Dwight Howard to definitely be part of our culture, is this shame and this um negative connotation with being a male and being gay it, that it's still kind of hanging around that we're forcing our our men into closets, really, and that they can't be who they are or engage in whatever that they want, and then they're being tortured. I only I only feel this way with Dwight Howard because, like I said, watching the Angela Yee interview, you can clearly, he was there, and he's talking about when he was making his kids do the work, um, workout and child support and different things, and they also touched on this issue, but you can clearly see that this was something that was really, like he just didn't seem happy. He seemed like the weight of the world was on him and he just seemed really stressed and I don't know I just I I I wouldn't want anyone to have to live like that. I mean, I I am of the position that if you're gay and you want or your sexuality, period. If you want to keep that to yourself, then keep that to yourself. The only one's that I always and I can't be a hypocrite here. I always come at the celebrities or the people who make a living or who expose their personal life to us and then decide to ask for privacy on some things. It's like you, you make your living off of disclosing your personal life. You get this thing going and then you turn around and you're like, ah, oh, no, no, this is private. And while people have a right, I know they have a right to decide what they want. I don't care. I don't care. If you're going to invite us into your life and disclose your personal business so that we can subscribe to you and make donations to you when you're on TikTok and do other things, then we deserve the truth. And that's one of my things that I got really um, uh, uh, heated with, with Kerry Washington when she made her book and she was doing her publicity, the promo rounds and everything, is that you can keep this stuff to yourself. Shut up. Go. Nobody needs to know. But once you disclose it, we need the truth. We deserve the truth. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. So that was one thing. Um, blackmailing people, ugh, whatever. I think that if he wanted to be, uh, if the White Howard's defense is correct, that that's what happened, then this guy should have just sold the sex and moved on. But you can't force someone out of the closet. And I think that's what I really have a problem with. Because it seems like that um, that this was really to force him out of the... To either pay up or we're going to force you out of the closet. And we've seen something like this happen before where Aaron Hernandez... Um, I, I don't know if any of you are familiar with Aaron Hernandez. He was like a serial killer football player. Um, and he ended up killing himself in jail because it came out that he was gay and, um, his, you know, they, they had enough evidence that they were going to bring it out while he was in jail, but he already had like a life sentence or something. Cause he was a serial killer. So, um, he was like, yeah, he was about that murder game. So they were kind of, you know, they were going to put it out and he took his own life. Um, if you ever watch any of the documentaries with him, he had this friend and he shot the friend in the eye one time and then he did something else to the friend. And the text message they were having, while I was watching it, I'm like, I think this guy is gay and I think these two are hunching. And that's what's going on here. And, um, yeah, if later on it came out that they actually had enough and they were going to put it out and his lawyer's threatened to sue, but he took his life instead of coming out of the closet. Um, Being a killer was okay with him, but coming out of the closet wasn't. And that, I mean, that's the, that, that's so crazy to me that in our culture, in this day and age where we have so many um, gay people who are out, who are proud and uh, all the rights that they have and everything that we still, in our culture, in our culture, we still have this thing with men being gay and what that means. I mean, we all know, well, if you don't know, you should know that being gay doesn't make you less masculine. Either you're masculine or you're feminine. I mean, it it, it is what it is. It, It doesn't matter if you're gay or not because there's some men who have sex with women on a regular basis and they're feminine. They're probably more feminine than some men who have sex with men. That doesn't really matter. So I just don't understand why in our culture and hip hop altogether, I mean, I think what we're like three to five years removed from when the F word was using songs on a regular basis without any regard. And yet we're still having men in the closet and faced with this. I'm sure, I'm sure Dwight Howard went through some battle of depression or anxiety because of what's going on now. But I don't think that he should... I don't think that the focus should be on him having this consensual sexual encounter with this guy. Who cares if that's what happened? Now, if it's proven that he he engaged, well, I guess that's the thing. It's never proven or not proven. I mean, unless there's video, um, you can never tell whether something happened. And I have this issue when, I'm, y'all know I'm a crime show buff. I watch Dateline, 2020, Discovery. I got the app. I watch all of these. And one of the things that I really, really hate is that the people, the victims of the family or the prosecutor or something, when the person is found not guilty or they're acquitted, they say, oh, he got away with the murder. Oh, I know he killed or whatever. And all of these cases, most of them are circumstantial evidence. Rarely is it something concrete, DNA or whatever, it's circumstantial. But when he's convicted, um, they say... Oh yeah, I know. I, I know he was. I knew he was guilty. I knew he was guilty, and it's like um, justice was done. And I'm like, well, how do we know that? How do we really know that? It's all circumstantial evidence. In this situation, it's going to be Dwayne Howard's word against old boy's word, and the girl that was there. So unless she comes out, and then that's another thing. We saw this with Meg. Um, whoa, well, let me back up. Unless she comes out and says something. But who's to say she's even credible? Because we saw this with Meg, Tori, and uh, what was her friend's name? Rosita? Or whatever Meg the Stallion friend's name was that uh, Tori was sleeping with both of them. And it was clearly eyewitnesses there that saw what happened. Yet, to this day, we do not... Neither one of the eyewitnesses, I believe, took the stand and said, yes, I saw him shoot her. The neighbor... I don't even find him to be credible at all because of his testimony. It was wishy-washy. I, whatever. I just didn't find him to be credible. So, I mean, it really doesn't matter because even if the girl in the Dwight Howard case was to come out and say, yeah, I was there and this happened. Because um, how do we know if right now she's not saying, hey, Dwight Howard, pay me a million dollars and I'll testify on your side. Um, but if you don't, I'm going to testify on his side. So, again, it's going to come down to who people believe and credibility. And, I, I mean, like like I said, that can go either way. Um, I don't know what happened. I really don't. But the fact that he's coming up with this blackmail story, it does kind of, you know, this is how it works, is that they try to force them out of the closet. Uh, y'all free to let me know what y'all think? or Well, we don't have enough facts to kind of decide who to believe, and I think that this last one, because this isn't the first allegation against Dwight Howard about engaging in gay sexual activity. It's the first allegation of sexual assault, but not engaging. And this guy had, uh, apparently has enough proof to show that this did happen, or that I was somewhere there with him because, trust me, if he did not, Dwight Howard would not have admitted to engaging in the sexual activity. Um, I believe this uh guy. I think this guy was taking the rounds before because um, I remember someone um, alleging that they were messing with the White Howard and they said they had Uber receipts and things like that. So uh, I guess we're just going to have to see how this plays out. I put some time, sims thirteen, eleven, nineteen, twenty-six. 1926. If you want to go watch the Angela Yee Way Up, whatever the show was called, interview that she had with the White Howard so you can kind of see what I mean. When I say he looks really, really stressed and tortured. And it couldn't have been about the BS that was going on with his kids. I think it had more to do with um, these these allegations. And, you know, they asked about it. But you can judge for yourself and let me know what you think. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up. Um, make sure that you follow me on Instagram grown underscore and underscore opinionated. I'm on Twitter or X, formerly known as Twitter, at JMO about. I really love Twitter. I do. Um, I'm on Threads. It's the same Instagram. Um, It's the same handle as the Instagram. The videos go up on YouTube, but some of the videos go up on YouTube. Some of them don't. Like, um, if you listen to the first episode of the reboot of this podcast, I said that we're going to have, like, some ratchet and some righteous. So the righteous episodes I have to work on where they fit at on YouTube, and then the ratchet ones go up there, um, cause y'all people love ratchet. Everybody love ratchet. Uh, <laughs> you can leave me comments. The episodes are are available on, um, Apple Podcasts. Leave me comments. Send me messages. Let me know what you would like to talk about. I all feel like you guys are my friends in my head, and that we have a good time having a conversation in Kikin. So. I'll talk to you next time. Sasha out.